This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. Well, welcome to my podcast weather forecast for Friday, July 16th. Well, we've had a warmer than normal period, but now we can expect seasonal temperatures in the mid to upper 70s in western Washington and 90s in the east. Now, during the past several days, there has been persistent onshore flow that's been keeping the temperatures down. And that onshore flow has been driven by higher pressure offshore and lower pressure inland, very typical. The result of this onshore flow has been moderate temperatures, with the temperatures the last few days reaching highs around 70 in western Washington, only the mid-60s along the coast, with low clouds in the morning and generally burning them off in the afternoon for both the coast, away, away from the Pacific coast, and into the western interior. Now, with cool marine air blocked by the Cascades, eastern Washington has zoomed up into the 90s, which of course has aided fires, and there are several fires burning in eastern Washington. Now, the onshore flow of clean air coming off the Pacific has essentially shielded western Washington from the smoke that are that is being produced by fires in southeast, southeast British Columbia and in scattered locations in eastern Washington. There is considerable smoke in California, but that has been moving to the northeast, just clipping parts of Oregon and the very, very southeast part of Washington. And so smoke from California has been missing populated areas in the northwest as well. Now, let's look to the future. The weather pattern that will develop during the next few days and be sustained over the week will be dominated by an upper trough of low pressure developing over the Northeast Pacific with higher pressure, a ridge building inland uh, somewhere from the Rockies in, into the high plains. Uh, and so that high pressure, which brings warm temperatures will not be over us. So low coming in, in the, off the Pacific Ocean, a ridge inland. Now, this pattern is a cool one for Western Oregon and Washington. It tends to be associated with moderate southwesterly flow coming in off the ocean. And we generally have cool, cloudy days during, the, during this kind of pattern, breaking out during the afternoon. Uh, what will that produce in terms of temperatures? Uh, well, perhaps the mid-70s in Western Washington, maybe a little bit warmer, lower 80s in the Willamette Valley and 60s along the coast. And enough cool air will get across the Cascades to prevent major heat there. So you're not gonna get 105, 110 in Eastern Washington. Now, don't think about rain too much. There won't be much rain with this pattern. Perhaps here in the West, there might be some drizzle from morning glow clouds, but it won't add up to anything. So it won't be useful for your garden or anything else. But this pattern with southwesterly flow coming in for the next week should keep smoke away from the major population areas uh, in western Oregon and Washington, 
it'll, the eastern Washington smoke will be pushed into Idaho. The BC uh, smoke will stay in Canada, and the California smoke will move to the northeast. Uh, importantly, the models are not producing thunderstorms over the area with this pattern. So that means less or few fire starts from lightning. And in addition, the models are not suggesting any strong or unusual wind events which can, which can initiate and spread fires if they do occur. So we have a benign pattern, as benign a pattern as you can imagine. And keep in mind, we are going into the driest time of the year climatologically. And the reason for being so dry is something I will explain in the next segment of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. We are now going into the climatologically driest time of the year here in the Northwest. In fact, climatologically, based upon records that go back 50 to 100 years, our region is one of the driest places in the nation during July and early August, with Seattle wetted by less precipitation during this period than Phoenix, Arizona. Really, it's interesting. If you plot the da average daily precipitation over the summer in July or Portland, you will be stunned. During the last week of July and the first week of August, the climatological probabilities of precipitation drop to less than 10%. So, looking back decades, measurable rain of at least a hundredth of an inch has, fall, has fallen on less than 10% of the days here. In supposedly dry Phoenix, the number is 20%. Now there is a reason your grass turns brown in midsummer. A reason that seasonal grasses dry out by now in eastern Washington. Rain is rare in the Northwest during the summer. We truly enjoy what is called a Mediterranean climate wet in winter, but dry in summer. So why do we dry out in midsummer in the supposedly soggy north Northwest? There are two main reasons. First, storm systems, cyclones and fronts, and the jet stream that they follow move north of us and weaken during the midsummer. Now, during the wintertime, the jet stream and the storms move southward right over us you know, during midwinter, and we get all the rain and precipitation. But during the summer, the jet stream weakens and moves northward, bringing rain to places like northern British Columbia and southeast Alaska. In fact, it is raining there right now. The East Pacific High Pressure Area, that tends to strengthen and move northward during the summer as well, acting as a shield against offshore storms. But there is another reason for our dry conditions, a lack of summer thunderstorms. Over the eastern United States, the jet stream also moves northward, 
but eastern United States and central part of the country have nearly the same amount of rain in summer and winter. What's different about there, about those areas? The reason is thunderstorms. They get thunderstorms, which develop as the surface warms, producing a big change in temperature with height, dropping off with height. And a big change in height, temperature with height, leads to convection, thunderstorms. This is not unlike the convection that occurs in your hot cereal in your saucepan. When you put it on the stove, the cereal goes up and down, driven by the big difference in temperature in the vertical in your cereal. Now, thunderstorms are also aided by moist air, which releases heat as it rises and the and the water condenses. Now, the central and eastern United States have a great source of such moisture in the atmosphere, the warm Gulf of Mexico. Warm air can hold much more moisture than cold air, and thus the very warm Gulf of Mexico, whose temperatures can get up to 90 degrees or more, is a potent source of water vapor. Now, Let's contrast the situation in the eastern and central United States with ours. Our situation is not very favorable for thunderstorms. The Pacific Ocean is cool off our shores, with temperatures in the lower 50s. So as that air moves inland, west of the Cascade Crest, and even to some degree over the Cascades, with the cool air coming in at low levels, it's hard to warm the surface enough to produce the temperature difference in the vertical that produces a convecting atmosphere. And ironically, our air is relatively dry because it came off the cool Pacific Ocean. We don't have the sticky, wet air that people complain about on the East Coast. That's because the cool air coming off the ocean can't pick up much water vapor, even though it's over the ocean. So without winter storm systems and their wet fronts and mid-latitude cyclones, and without much thunderstorm activity, it is hard to squeeze out much moisture from our skies in midsummer, and it's hard to get much thunderstorms. We have to be content with occasional drizzle from some low morning marine clouds. I hope you enjoyed learning about our dry midsummer, and don't worry, by early September, the jet stream will strengthen and the first weather systems the fall season will be approaching. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.